Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee. That's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's fifth son. I am Jeff. Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for the long haul. All right, let's get rolling with this week's episode 118, season 3, episode 38. Yikes, that means we have, including today, we have three more episodes for season 3. We Producer, we got a shot at being on longer than Bonanza, which I think was on 20 years. Oh, we totally do. What are you talking about? We yeah, could be on Grey's, forever. Grey's Anatomy, you know. Uh, aren't they still on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, though? Grey's Anatomy. Meredith Grey should be like Benjamin Button, where she's going to start old and then end up young. So that's the way uh, Grey's Anatomy is going. So I used to, actually used to watch that show. Or it could be like The Simpsons, and they've been on since 1989, and they've never aged. Once in a while, they're like, oh, I'm going to get to fifth grade. But Bar Simpson's been the longest fourth grader yeah, in the world, I think. They, they never. Well, that's like what my old man used to say about Bonanza. The only 50-year-old man with three 49-year-old sons. So, yeah, he always used to say that. But that was his favorite show. So Okay, rest in peace to Robbie Robertson of the band. He wrote um, The Wait. Well, how'd that go? Wrote in the Nazareth. Great song, and they play it in uh, The Big Chill. Great, great songwriter. He wrote uh, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down, I believe. Up on Cripple Creek, I think he co-wrote. Uh, great person. Looked him up. Uh, R.I.P. It seems like people are uh, rock and rollers. What do you think, producer? Are just dropping like flies here, man. I'm still devastated about Pee Wee Herman, I, Paul Rubens. Me too. I, I stop all the time on him. Yeah, you know, that that one hurt, and uh, I was a Pee Wee Herman fan, and will always be. So he was good, good stuff. So, all right, Incredible. let's today we're recording on Saturday, which today is National Bowling Day, National Vinyl Day, and then tomorrow is National Left Handed Day. Today's episode, we will cover all three of those because I love vinyl, I love bowling, and I love left-handed. Well, I've been a left-hander all my life, right? Producers, the only two people in our family that were left-handed, my mom and me. My brothers and sister were all right-handed, which you talk about reasons why people are like the way they are. Well, they're all right-handed, you know, and the old man was right-handed. So you have to wonder if he was right-handed. And they're all right-handed. Is that where the genetics came down? Is that why they are the way they are? I know the old, the oldest brother and my sister are actually kind of like the old man, but we'll save that story for a campfire. Let's get into vinyl. The very first vinyl record, I think I mentioned this earlier, was Monday Monday by the Mamas and Papas. I used to love the Mamas and Papas. It was with my first Holy Communion money that I bought at uh, the drugstore. Kunkas, oh my God. Archer and Keeley at the drugstore there. Got my first record there, and then my first album, they used to have a, like a toy store on Archer Avenue, right off Archer and Loomis, that used to have uh, 
they sell records and albums, mostly albums. So I got my first album I ever bought there was, of course, the Mamas and Papas, If Your Eyes and Ears Can Believe It, where they're all sitting in the bathtub. And then the next album I bought was more of the Monkees. I didn't buy the first album, but the next album was very good. I think the first song on one side one was uh, Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow, I believe was written by Neil Diamond. Every song on those uh, Monkees albums were really good, first couple of albums. Like the Beatles, every song on there, good songwriters, every single song was was on there. It was really good. I still have a large vinyl collection of 45s and albums. Vinyl is making a comeback. I, I'm actually thinking of getting a Laura Branigan. They're reissuing the, uh, the album with self-control on it. She passed away when she was 49, I believe, of a brain aneurysm. So I follow her fan page on Instagram, and I think I'm going to get a collector's item vinyl with Laura Brand again. I really liked her a lot. Let's get over to bowling, National Bowling Day. Producer, did you ever bowl? Hello? I have bowled a bunch of times. I actually had a ball for years, a bowling ball, that said uh, engraved Joey on it. I got it at a um, used area at our bowling location, and it was amazing. And I just, I carried that thing for years. It was the best ball. I literally almost bowled, not like a perfect game, but maybe 20 or 30 points less than. It was amazing. Wow. See? Bowling. Yeah. Love okay, bowling. I yeah, see, I think at one time, I think I have the Sports Illustrated with that in from the 50s of where it says that bowling was the most active sport for people because of bowling leagues and everything. So, yeah, talk about hanging out in the bowling alley. And then we had a team in 1969-70 at Cedar Park Bowling Alley. Wow, that was the first time we were in a league being a red. We had a good team, but I was, I think I my average actually was 138. Yikes, my first year of bowling. You know, I would throw it straight down the middle. So, and one game I had seven strikes, first seven strikes in a row. I was on my way to a 300 until the girl from the other team started talking to me and I got all nervous. Okay. All right. I ended up with a 208. Okay. Seven strikes in a row. Okay. Now that goes back to Mick telling Rocky, stay away from that pet shop dame, Women Weaken Lakes. Okay, she started talking to me. I don't know, you know, and I got nervous. Okay, she was kind of cute. Okay, I just fell apart. Hand got sweaty. I couldn't grip the ball, and then boom. Thought it was a 208. I was happy, and we actually had a decent team. We didn't win it that year. We used to show up at the bowling alley every Tuesday when they put up the new averages and new standings and everything. It was fun. Cedar Park Bowling Alley. Jim Gennato was the first person to ever bowl a 300 at Cedar Park Bowling Alley. We were all there that night. It was very exciting. We had never seen a 300 game. I don't even think we've seen it on uh, Channel 7 on the Pro Bowlers Tour and uh, Wide World of Sports there with Nelson Burton Jr. and Chris Schenkel. That was exciting. The whole ball and Ali stopped to watch his 10th frame, and he threw him three strikes in a row. And I think for a year they had his name up over the, uh, the pins that he bowled at 300. That was exciting. You know, if you like bowling, that was very, very exciting watching a 300 game for the first time. Now, the way they got these plastic pins and uh, acrylic lanes and everything, there's guys balling 300 blindfolded with one arm and three fingers, for God's sakes. Okay, I could probably bowl a 300. I try watching it on ESPN or something when they're on on a Sunday, and it just it doesn't look right. I'm, I'm not take away anything from the bowlers, but it just looks kind of easy. Which brings me to Earl Anthony, my favorite bowler. And uh, he 
was also left-handed. He passed away. He was my favorite, favorite bowler. Left-handed, he had the glasses. He looked like a professor bowling. Very exciting watching him on Saturdays if he would make the final five. Bowling, I, I know I'd mentioned I bowled with my mom the one time with the old man, embarrassing us, but that was fun. So it was uh, bowling, hanging out at the bowling alley. So National Bowling Day, a very, very exciting day. This is good. I am excited because it's final in bowling. And then tomorrow, actually, when you're hearing this, is August 13th, which is National Left-Handed Day. And my mom and I, again, were the only ones left-handed. Michael Martin was left-handed. And let's see, Vita Blue, my favorite pitcher. Dale Goodrich, my favorite uh, basketball player. We got pitchers. Sandy Koufax was my favorite pitcher before Vita Blue. These are all left-handed pitchers. Sudden Sam McDowell from the Cleveland Indian, Steve Carlton, and then football was Kenny Stabler, Steve Young, all left-handed. So they were uh, all my heroes growing up. God, I don't even know. If there, are there any left-handed quarterbacks producer in the NFL? We have. We've got two of them. Someone named Tua Yeah, that's the guy from Miami. We've got Holton Athelers. Never heard of him. Holton, oh, hello. Well, you know who was left-handed on the Bears quarterback? Bobby yeah. Douglas. Okay. But, but listen to this. He's on the Seattle Seahawks. Holton, that's my last name. Never heard of him. Holton Athlers. He was born November 10th, 1999. God, you know who else is left-handed? Clint Eastwood, a.k.a. Dirty Harry. I was not allowed to see it when I was a kid, but when I finally saw it when I was like a teenager, I was like, that movie's great. Scary, but great. You feel lucky, punk? I'll do you. Yeah, and then he just like shoots the crap out of everybody. At the end, he throws his badge. That's when I was like, oh, he's left-handed. He threw that badge into the... Uh, River, whatever. So, yeah. Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood. How's that one? Keanu Reeves is left-handed, but when he plays his bass guitar, he will always play as a righty. So, he's left-handed? So John Correct, but he doesn't play his guitar left-handed. I don't, I don't care. Paul McCartney, speaking of guitar players, left-handed. Jimi Hendrix, left-handed. All great people, great musicians, great actors. Bill Clinton is left-handed. Barack Obama, I think Queen Victoria was George Bush. One of them was yes, George, George Bush. Bush was supposedly Jack the Ripper was left-handed. <laughs> if you want to go nasty town, Jack the Ripper left-handed. That's nice. Well, how did they figure that one out? The way the slice went. Yeah, really, mm -hmm. really. Well, wow. according to what uh, article I just been looking through with the research, yes. Wow, I did not know that. See, you taught me something today, producer. Wow, just when I thought I knew everything, Jack the Ripper was left-handed. All I need to know, and let's just make believe that Marie Osmond is left-handed. Okay? Okay. okay. All right. Let's see. Let's make believe uh, Marissa Tomei is left-handed too. What about if Marie Osmond is left-handed? Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. I'm checking right now. Seems like she uses both hands. Ambidextrous. So let's assume she's left-handed. Okay. Let's give us the benefit of the doubt. That's enough left-handers, really. I like left-handed day. Again, uh, Michael Martin was left-handed. I'm left-handed. My mom's left-handed. Paul Newman played in a movie called The Left-Handed Gun. I think it was Billy the Kid, actually. Ed's left-handed. Oh, he is? Well, yeah. I'm... Oprah Winfrey, I think. Uh, Possibly Tom Slow. How about Rocky? Rocky. Uh, Hello? Not that I know for sure he's left-handed. At least in Rocky in the movie, Stallone. Oh. Yeah, Stallone's got to be left-handed. Julia Roberts, Buzz Aldrin. Joe Frazier. That was, I have the cover. Prince William. Prince William, really? LeBron James. He's left-handed? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. 
Nicole Kidman, John Stewart, Babe Ruth. That's right, Babe Ruth. Left handed player. Yeah, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman. My favorite White Sox pitcher was Mark Burley. He was left handed. <gasps> Judy Garland. How about that? Judy, really? Judy left handed. Yeah, Judy Garland, Will Ferrell, David oh Bowie. Hey, really? Yeah, that I remember. David Bowie was left-handed. I love that he was left-handed at two different eyes. That guy was just so rad. Morgan Freeman, Seth Rogen, Sandy Koufax, you already said, Tina Fey, Gordon Ramsay. I think Cody Bellinger on the Cubs is left-handed. Jerry Seinfeld. Sarah Jessica Parker. Seinfeld is left-handed. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I've been watching them bloopers on Instagram here. It's so funny. Look up Charlie McClain right now and see if she's left-handed. She's not left-handed. She's How do you know? So according to everything I can see, she's not left-handed. She's right-handed. What do you mean everything you could see? Well, if you look at the photos, she's holding her microphone right-handed. Hmm. Well, let's just so let's give her the benefit of the doubt. She seems left-handed. Okay, she's left-handed today because it's left-handed day. That's right. If I had to guess, I would say Claudia Cardinelli's left-handed. Okay, so you're right. Claudia Cardinelli's left-handed. Let's assume that. Okay. <laughs> We've assumed. Well, not 100% certain, so we'll assume that, okay? I say we assume because it's left-handed. That's right. Let's give them all the benefit of the doubt. Again, that's a disclaimer. We're assuming it. We want them to be. (laughs) All right, so let's, for recording purposes, we want Claudia Cardinelli, Marissa Tomei, and Marie Osmond to be left-handed, okay? We don't know for sure, 100%, but we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Right, That's our disclaimer. Whether it's right or wrong, okay, I agree with you, producer. Thanks for that investigation, okay? You should be on Channel 2, investigate a reporter. Find out why water is wet, why Thursday came after Wednesday but before Friday. <laughs> bowling, vinyl, I liked it. Bowling, vinyl, and left-handed. Yikes. I know. How much fun is that? It has me written all over it. This was fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't think of the last vinyl record I bought. I think it was... The Beatles anthology was the last albums I bought, besides going to uh, flea markets, okay? So if we go by the last flea market one I bought, I would say it's Oh the Billy Joe album by Bobby Gentry. I got that thing for a buck probably about five years ago in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, flea market, which I might add, I think we're going to today. So we'll see, meaning tomorrow. And we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully it's another left-handed day. Or final flip side day. Yeah, how's that? Okay. Let's wrap this up. I'm signing out. Three, two, one. Over and out. And checkmate King 2 to White Rook over. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son. M-A-R-Y-B-S number five. T-H-S-O-N. Okay. Any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email which is Mary BS5 S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S, the number five S O N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with. Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. 
uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!